way. I'm like that. I'm so proud of you. That's great. I like that What's you. I, you great care. exercise. You yeah. care about your body. I you care about, about being outside. Fit, so that's great. Getting the vitamin D. All the it's things. just not the same way that I would probably do it. Sure. Than I'm used to do it. Mm-hmm. So there's those differences that are great that are not my usual type. It's just but please it's don't also, make me also. Do I was gonna them. say it's also good because. You, yes, that's his form of, you know, like enjoyment exercise mm-hmm. and yours is, you know, you love pure bar. So like it's something you could do separate. Yeah. You don't have to always be together. Yeah. And he like literally doesn't care that I never want to go cycling. Exactly. <laughs> Which is great. <laughs> Hey there, gals. Hey there, gals. And welcome back to another episode of The Gals Guide. We are a dating and lifestyle podcast. My name's Hannah, and I don't have a type. And my name is Emily, and I just copy and paste the same man over and over again. Mm-hmm. How's that working out for you? Yeah, well. <laughs> welcome, welcome to, to our, our podcast. podcast. So there has been like a lot that I feel like happened recently. I, we took a week off. We did. In case you weren't here for it. In case you weren't aware. Uh, um, we did not post last Monday. And I mean, granted, we're in the midst of the process of planning season three of the podcast, getting guests on. I'm also in the process of moving and that's, mm-hmm. I don't want to talk about it. I want to kill myself every single day <laughs> because it's just so much work trying to do all of that. But we also last week shot Hannah's music video that I directed and she obviously was the star in as well. Mm-hmm. Tell me what I want to hear what your thoughts all about the process. Cause I have, I mean, obviously I have my yeah, own thoughts have and everything. Thoughts. Um, oh. I originally was extremely nervous. I thought that I was like going to like be terrible and like mm-hmm. not know what to do. Mm-hmm. And like day of, I like didn't even have nerves. I think it was cause I was like, I already knew the people mm-hmm. for the majority of mm-hmm. like our um, crew so I felt like super comfortable with everyone, but like I was like telling Emily, I was like, I'm gonna have to like bring me a shot, like I'm gonna have to take a shot. Mm-hmm. And I, mean, I, I did, I did bring one. Just she in case. did. She brought she brought me a shot. Um, but I didn't feel. I don't know. I wasn't as anxious as I thought I was going to be. I think having Jacob and you and Peter there was mm-hmm. like super helpful. But it went way more smoothly than I envisioned in my mind. I, way more smoothly than I was anticipating I myself. anticipated you having to like coach me through, which you did, and that was incredibly helpful. Mm-hmm. But like I was like anticipating you having me like pull me aside, which you also did. <laughs> Wait, I mean, why am I saying I'm anticipating? At the beginning, Emily like pulls me aside. She's like, you got to loosen up. Like, let's just like dance it out in the kitchen. Yeah, I mean, and, that's my job as a director yeah, is to make so sure that, that you feel comfortable. Yeah, that was super helpful. And then when you were like yelling not yelling, but like telling me things to do. Oh yeah. I wasn't, (laughs) you weren't actually yelling. Thank Mm God. Um, but I appreciated that because like it, like it took me a minute to like kind of register what you had said, but then it like, I could like figure out how to like transition into that. But I just like, I always get stuck on like not really knowing what to do with my hands and like where to look and Mm -hmm. movement. And so having you like literally direct me through that was very helpful. Um, But yeah, I mean, the set was just immaculate. Like when I walked Mm -hmm. in, like looking at something online and then actually seeing it in person, like it was humongous. And I was like, Mm -hmm. holy cow. Um, I just think we had a lot to play with um, as far as like different shot opportunities. And Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just, I think it went so smoothly and I was just so grateful for everyone um, that like participated in it and like... I'll forever be grateful. So yeah, I mean, I think it went really smoothly. I mean, we wrapped an hour early, which never happens on film sets. Um, so 
that was already really great. But I think that we were able to kind of, I think the fact that I had worked with this crew before and everything, it wasn't a new crew, that it was really easy for me to streamline everything and kind of just get to exactly what I needed. I didn't have to like translate my thoughts as much as like mm-hmm. I normally would. If there's like a crew that I'm working with and they have never worked with me before and they don't understand like my thought process, it kind of can be a little bit more, I don't know what the right word is, like intricate, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like it's yeah. just, it takes a little bit longer and I'm having to, you know, break things down. You know, usually we have a storyboard and everything, but the fact that Peter and I had worked together before and he kind of knew how my brain, my mind worked mm-hmm. and we had talked about this right for so long. We work really well together. We have the same kind of vision and aesthetics and a lot of things that helped a lot, but I'm really excited for you guys to see it. I'm so it's excited. Gonna really great. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. Yeah. I'm just, it's going to be fun. It's going to be the first time I've edited anything in a while too. So this will be the longest cruciating part of everything. Having Always. To sit there and you get to just to listen to me. We got repeat. like, we got like 20 streams. I got 20 more streams like on my song the day that we <laughs> were in production. I was like, thank goodness. I mean, at least that's money. So, hey, it is. So it there is. you go. Go stream my song, please. And thank you. And it's all your fall playlist. Thank you. Um, but yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. So a lot of fun. I hope that, I mean, it'll be out with before the holidays for yeah. sure. Yeah. But I'm excited. Yeah. I can't wait. Yeah. You were very like eager to do more after that moment too, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. I think that was like, I was telling, like, I was talking to my boyfriend, I was talking to you and, um, you know, even my mom and sister, I was like, you know what? Like, I really want to be able to do music like on a more serious level. Cause like up until I would say like, before I released these two past singles, like it was kind of more of just like a afterthought. Mm -hmm. Like it was something that I knew, like I've always wanted to do, but I never really gave it the attention that, it needed and I'm still not giving it the attention that it needs. But I think after like shooting that music video, I was like, Oh, this could be like a job. Yeah. Like, like it's a job. this could be, this could be what I do like on a regular basis. And, um, yeah, you see why I like being on set. Like yeah, that's my, like, that could be my it job. It was so much fun, like getting like made up and like getting to work with people and like being creative and like getting to create something and then have other people like tell a story from it and like mm-hmm. help you tell a story from it was just so incredible. And like, I'm such a visual person anyway. So I love music videos and I love that visual piece. Um, but like, I just, I love being a speech therapist and I will probably like be a speech therapist for a while, but like eventually I would love to like be able to cut, cut back on some hours, um, and like put more into my music. Cause I, I don't put enough time and all I have are my weekends and it, and it's really hard to work with creatives on, on the weekend. Cause that's mm-hmm. their, you know, that's their time off too. Um, so I don't know. It just made me like want to find a way to like make it more of a priority in my life. Like I already wrote, um, I have half written a song that I would love to release in October. Um, so that is the next project goal. But yeah, I mean, I just, I, I got to stop now and then work like at a serious job later in yeah, life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just, you know how I am. I need to have a steady flow of income. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, right now I'll just make do with my three-day weekends that I get that are half spent on paperwork. But um, yeah, I don't know. I think I need to like 
take some time to write and like mm-hmm. have a plan. Mm-hmm. Cause a lot of times I'll go into a studio with an idea and, and I mean, that's like what a, most mu- musicians do is, or they're like given a song. Um, but I would like to have more demos to take and then mm-hmm. find a producer who can work like in my schedule and like just knock them all mm-hmm. out like, and knock them out. And then yeah. that way it would be like, I would, I could time batch a little bit better, mm-hmm. um, instead of, having to do it like a weekly kind of thing because mm-hmm. that just doesn't work for me right now. Um, so that is my my big goal for the fall is to like really try and write. I like want to drop a pretty penny on some, um, like a new mic um, just because. So half of our audio will be sounding great mm-hmm. and then the other half will be like just the same mm-hmm. quality right here. What's up? Um, we know whose side but if you But if you want us to have great audio on both ends, you could go join our Patreon. Thanks. Um, thank you so much. <laughs> and if we release merch, you could buy it. Okay, awesome. Thanks. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of my goal. I would love to be able to just like stop a nine to five and be a musician, yeah. which I could at any point. It's just my own hesitation and my own is, needing to have. Is there a fear of failure in that? Well, yeah, but there's also just a fear of not having money, <laughs> which is always a big fear of mine. I mean, yeah. So, But you're never also going to have enough money. Right. Ever. Right. I mean, right. unless like you right. become like, Ariana I like Grande. to live comfortably. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, that, I think that's just, and I'm, and I, if I'm not doing something, I feel like I'm like wasting my time. So, um, yeah. But anyways, that's, that is that. Um, not having those thoughts over here, doing great over here. I know. You're to- <laughs> like, literally, uh, just get me to LA. Thank you. I'll I figure like, it out there. I feel Thank like you. my life is on pause and I'm just like, okay, like, I, I, I'll get a job when I'm there. Mm-hmm. Like, not worried about it kind mm-hmm. of thing. Um, this is where Hannah and I are very different. <laughs> yes, we are the exact opposite when it comes to big life changes, I would say. But I will say, you know, and with dating the Valley Boy, he is very much in the same kind of linear thought that I am. Like, you figure it out. Like, you have... It's... Not that I'm like not worried because I am worried about not finding a job and things like that. It's just that I know that when I am un- when I am comfortable, I do not push myself far enough to do things. So I prefer being uncomfortable because there is no other choice but to succeed. Mm-hmm. And I just know that for me, it's what pushes myself to kind of go harder and do more. And I just don't let ego get in the way of, of anything when it comes to like looking for a job. Like even though I have a master's degree, like I will do like retail like I don't really care um but I also just know that it's gonna happen mm-hmm. um I don't really let failure kind of the fear of it hold me back because I did for so long and then I was just like you know like here we are we're just gonna do it and I was talking to him about this and I um everybody always asks me you know like what are you gonna do blah 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 and I always get irritated by that because I might go to responses I don't have a response so I just say I'll figure it out and uh, it was very humbling and nice to hear that that is also the same mindset that he has. Like, you have no choice but to figure it out or else you will be homeless. So you're going to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just it. Um, yeah. And it's also, I just don't like not having an answer, like, kind of thing. So, like, yeah. even when I'm on working, like, on sets and, like, working, like, for other people, if they ask me a question, I don't have the answer to it. I'm like, I don't know, but I will figure it out. Mm-hmm. Like, I will. Like, I just know, and I, I think it's just uh, a, more of a growth mindset that I have adapted it, and I definitely got into a more of a growth mindset when I got into graduate school because that's you have to have a growth mindset when I think you are an artist of any culture or any nature because 
if you are more in that fixed mindset, mm-hmm. then you are limiting yourself in so many ways. Whereas if you think that you like, okay, yes, we failed. It's a lesson kind of thing. You take it from that and like you grow from it. Yeah. That is the mindset that you kind of like stick with. Mm-hmm. Um, there, I mean, there's some things in my life that I do have a fixed mindset with like math. <laughs> I know I'm not going to ever be good at math. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's okay. It's like I'm fixed on that. We're it's just, okay. You've got to calculate on your phone. That's all you really I need. Just, like, I don't need to know fucking this uh, Sine equation. and cosine and tangents. <laughs> I don't need to know why, <laughs> why equals MXB plus whatever MX the plus fucking B. equation MX for a slope B. is. I don't need to know that. I don't need to know the formula for a slope. No, you don't. You don't. So, yeah. Yeah, that is my that is my tangent. That is my rant Love for it. that whole thing. Uh, but speaking of completely other things that yes. have no correlation to any of this conversation, The Bachelorette. So we got the trailer for Michelle's season. We did the fucking like <laughs> difference between these damn two teasers is amazing, it, phenomenal, it, if you will. Yeah, it. I sent it to you this morning, and you just replied with uh, some of the comments. Like, <laughs> the comment, at least this is better than a than the JCPenney ad last season. Are they wrong? They're not wrong. Are they and wrong? That's the worst part about it. It's, like it's I, so I need bad. somebody. I need somebody to take Amy's promo and put like J like JCPenney Labor Day sale like on top of it and everything. Like it's so ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Like, Literally I, I, everyone I, I is comparing. It, I called yeah, it. The, the, the producers did. did not like Katie. Yeah. It literally says, you can tell by this intro that they wanted Michelle way more than Katie. Absolutely. Oh. oh. It's because they, you couldn't tell me they didn't have the budget Well, and I, I was going to say, I think like that. that you had a good point earlier when you said, um, you know, there's, there's a lot to Michelle. Like we already kind of know about Michelle and mm-hmm. like we know she's a school teacher and we know that she likes basketball and the way that they incorporated those things and jazz them up. I mean, they're literally like the fucking, um, the, what is it called? The basketball hoop was literally like chandelier. Yeah. And so with some of the other contestants that I guess have the more like studio vibe, like they, they've done it really well, but like, I didn't really know much about Katie. Like, no. I don't really know what she's into and what she does. She brought a vibrator on to um, Yeah, and season, they and can't I really, like, incorporate that no, into... it's um, a network show. <laughs> can't really incorporate that kind of stuff into their promo, so... No. But I just, like, we watched it again, because I was like, let's watch it again, just, like, one more time to see the difference. The, like, whole Be a Katie shirt that they put on her dress. What meanwhile, the fuck does that even me, mean? I know, and then, like, meanwhile, Michelle's over here, like, I want someone who can change the world with me. And I'm like, the... Just the comparison is And they really gave Katie a white t-shirt and a swing. (laughs) Was it supposed to be like fairy tale-like vibes? (laughs) Like it looked like a bad prom dress that like we wore. You know how we had to get those prom dresses for the Beauty and the Beast like um, chorus part? Like that's what it reminded me of. Like something you would like go find it like Once Upon a Child. Like Like just, just say you hate it. Katie. <laughs> yeah. It just, it was not good. Because then you've got like Taisha, whose was amazing. And then even Rachel Lindsay's studio was really, really great. And like, I'm sorry, no, the guitar, Hannah Brown's fairy tale. Well, like, Hannah Brown's just takes the cake. Yeah. I mean, that she ends up in the a pantsuit and like it's just amazing. So it's beautiful. It's fairy tale. It's a dream. Mm-hmm. It's not a JCPenney ad for Cole or Cole's ad. Be a Katie. <laughs> it's like, 
be a Hannah. <laughs> be a Hannah fan. That's my YouTube URL. Do you remember that? Oh my God. I'm done. I can't change it. If y'all know how to change YouTube you URLs. Can't. You can't. Let it grow now. Maybe I should just start a new YouTube channel. Just delete it. Just delete the whole thing. Just like make a new one. Just screw it. Oh, who, who, Does anyone actually watch YouTube videos anymore? Well, I have to have a place to put my music video. Oh, oh that's right. William, <laughs> William still uses it for that purpose, but I just, I'll just keep it. It'll be what it is. Oh, God. It'll be what it is. But yeah, I'm I'm excited for Michelle's season. I don't know. I, to be completely honest with y'all, I'm kind of over, over the Bachelorette franchise. You haven't the even Bachelor been here franchise. long. It's just the same thing over and over and over again. Yeah, exactly. It's my comfort I feel like show. I, would, I feel like I'd probably like Bachelor in Paradise better, which oh, is see, on I right hate, now. I hate Bachelor in Paradise. Really? I don't, I'm not watching it. Yeah. Well, I haven't. I'm I'm not wasting yeah. the time. I'm still watching The Hills. So oh my God. <laughs> I took a little Hills break for a minute. Speaking of, what season are you on? Five. Is Kristen there? Or? Oh, yeah. Kristen Capillary. Oh. I don't know where Lauren is in this season. She left. After Heidi's wedding, she leaves. Yeah, she, oh, her so contract, she's no longer in her the contract hills. ended. Her contract ended after season four, but she no. they asked her to um, could you at least stay for Heidi's like until Heidi gets married, and then after that she like left and wanted nothing to do with it anymore. Oh man, yeah, but they still had like seasons signed with MTV, gotcha. so that's where they brought okay. Kristen in. Okay, yeah, there was a whole. I remember when Kristen came on, there was a whole promo that was on MTV. It was like the bitches back. Like, that was literally how they marketed it, was the oh, bitches back. Well, she is. I do not like her. But there is so, so much that's also scripted on this show and everything. Oh, 100%. And how, her demeanor is very, very scripted. Yeah. Like, it, as you get into it, spoiler alert, like, if for those of you who haven't watched it, she's, like, it's, in the beginning of it, she dates Justin Bobby. Like, mm-hmm. she doesn't actually date him in real life. Like, that literally, it was just producers telling her to do it to piss Audrina off. And then... Okay. Um... Because I was like, he is not yeah. her type. So I also recently listened to Heidi Montag's episode on Call Her Daddy. And oh, I would love to listen to that. Because really, her uh, because apparently Heidi and Spencer really did not fight like they so, do. Yeah. So they, the producers were like, you're going to be the villains like on this show kind of thing. Oh. And uh, she talks about how like, you know, what, how much of it was all scripted. And she was like, honestly, everybody was pretty like real with like what they were saying. They just, we, me and Spencer were like the main two people that they fed us stuff to say and start drama because they wanted us to be the villains because we had to be and everything. And uh, great. I mean, she, like, there's some stuff that she talks about that I'm like, mm, I don't agree with. Like she, she continues to talk shit about Lauren Conrad and everything. Um, but how old are we now? It, it, it's Can not we- like talking shit. It's just like, you know, she talks about how like, Lauren missed out on like some opportunities. She thinks Kristen Cavallari is more famous than Lauren is, which to be fair, if we're looking at the current spotlight and everything, she kind of is. She has Uncommon James and things. She had a re- her own reality show as well. Uh, and she used to be married to Jay Cutler. Wait, from- she's Uncommon James? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I gotcha. I gotcha. But um, she talks about how like Lauren could have been more famous, but she, her team did not help her. Like she has, like she has a Coles line. Ooh. And she has uh throwing shade. Paper crown, which is like her bridesmaid dresses and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But she was like, Lauren could have had a makeup line. Lauren could have had a whole thing like that. Like she could have had a makeup line. She could have been Sephora. Uh, but she, her marketing team, like, didn't take her to those places. Like, she had a book line. She could have done things with those book lines. She did a beauty line. She could have came out the beauty. Um, she came out the beauty book. She could have came out also with the makeup line. She did a party book. She could have also came out with like party supplies, things like that. She could have branded an entire lifestyle brand, but she opted not to for some reason. And I, she's like, I just think it's her team's fault. 
they were like, and it's sad. Like she could have, like she's not raking in hundreds of millions of dollars like uh, Kristen is. Mm. I need to listen to that episode. It's I, really interesting. I would be interested to hear it from Granted, Heidi's perspective, like unscripted. It's the one interview. Like you know how like wild I feel like Alexandra Cooper used to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like it's, she's definitely a much more different person now in the like the right. single father era. Mm-hmm. You can definitely tell Heidi's trying to get her more drunk than Alex feels, I feel like, comfortable with. <laughs> Wait, she, are they drinking when yeah, they're out? And, she, like, and Alex is like trying to like like ask her these like interview questions to get on with the interview, and Heidi's more concerned about drinking in the interview. And Alex is like, okay, but your relationship with your father, like, can like, we talk can about we... that? Because <laughs> they talk about the moment after the surgery and everything. She talks about um, what surgery? All the surgery that Heidi had. Oh, okay. All like the 10 surgeries where like she looks completely different and everything. Have you gotten to that part yet? Mm-mm. Okay, well, I, I mean, everybody... No, Kristen's still dating Justin Bobby, where I am. Okay, well, you'll get to... But she kind of wants... Back to, like, in 2007, yeah. so Heidi Montag had, like, 10 plastic surgery operations on well, the same tell day. you can when you look her up. Yeah. She didn't look the same. Um, And did, she does make a valid point that nowadays, like, if this the same, if she'd done the same things, no one would bat an eye about it, but she lost a lot of brand deals because she had 10 plastic surgeries done. That's kind of ridiculous. Yeah. The reason people were like criticized her is because she got them all done on the same day, and that's a she, lot. She risked her life, like she was like she did like die for like a couple minutes. They lost her heartbeat for a couple minutes, and like they called Spencer and were like, "She's dead." Like, <laughs> um, why does she not want? Because was that it, like in the, was that like a newer like plastic surgery was like newer not really it's just okay. people weren't talking about it as much okay. as they are now like people are very open like oh i get botox done i get fillers yeah but you don't go get 10 surgeries all in the same I day i think it was just she thought um that she didn't want to have to like she, keep she, explaining well, what? that and then she she had her boobs and her nose done first like not as big as they are now kind of thing but like she got them done first and then she got in an accident or something and had to go get them fixed and everything. And she's like, I don't want to have to keep being in constant pain. I'd rather just go ahead, get it all over with, and then not be in pain. Mm-hmm. And, like, having to sit back and go back mm-hmm. and go back and forth. So I get, like, her reasoning and everything yeah. for it. But she also regrets a ton of the surgeries that she did because of how much pain she was in. She said I think the worst one was getting her ears pinned back. So, like, her ears are, like, stuck out a little bit, and she got them pinned back more, and she said that was one of the most painful ones that she did. That and the shaving down her jaw. She gets, she got that done, too, because she couldn't talk for three months, and you'll see that in the episode, too. Mm. Yeah. Oh, she had the bone. Oh and gosh. she talks about body, like the body of smorphia mm-hmm. that she was having at the time, and she went down. And she doesn't have as big of boobs I was going to say, did. I would have never, I have never once noticed anything about her ears in the show. Yeah. Yeah. And you can- Oh, could you imagine- Oh, that just sounds so painful. But to she me. talks about like how like it really severed her relationship like with her mother because she was like I'm. She called her mom beforehand. She was like I'm very vulnerable right now. Like if you cannot support me and what my decision was to after you know having all these surgeries, I don't want you being on the episode. And her mom was like I'll be fine. I'll be fine. And then her mom just does not have a good reaction to her on camera. And like she said that really ups like hurt her relationship like with her mother for like years like they didn't speak for years about it because you and you'll see you'll yeah see. i don't want to spoil it for yeah. you oh my gosh i have a lot to watch yeah i thought i, I thought i was like getting towards the end no i think that might be at the beginning of season six okay uh which is the last season okay yeah so i'm getting close but yeah i mean i don't i don't think Heidi is like why do you watch this i don't stuff? think heidi looked bad after her surgery i mean granted her boobs were too big okay. I do think for her for her, for her body, body frame, yeah it, it, she's it, a small like petite yeah. girl like I do think her boobs were just 
she wanted to get like a size eight or something. And it's just like, baby girl, like you're going to so much back pain. And like, you are very petite. Like it just, your face looks great. Like her face, amazing. Yeah. Looked yeah. great. I did think the plastic surgeon did an amazing job with her, like with like all, all the reconstruction on her face and everything. Mm-hmm. I don't think she looked bad before though either. Right, right. Um, but she also did say that her biggest regret was also doing liposuction. She did liposuction? She did liposuction on her thighs. And she said, you think the weight stays off for a long time. It doesn't. Mm-mm. Like, it, it, and she was like, she couldn't do like a lot of the workouts that she was supposed to do to keep the weight off because of her boots were so big. And so all these different things. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Wow. It's a really interesting episode to listen Would to. Would be an interesting episode to listen to, like, just so you could learn about like what it's actually like it, to get yeah. like all of those different things done. Yeah. Because like, I mean, I wouldn't have thought about. Oh, and let me also include that she was 23 years old when she got all these procedures done. Mm. When I was 23, I was just trying to get drunk at the bar and like have fun in college. <laughs> but also I wasn't on the hills. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I guess being, I mean, she being was in the so spotlight, in, in you're going to be, like that. Yeah. you're going to be so self-aware of what you look like. Oh, absolutely. When you're, you're on TV, photo, you're, you're having your photos, photos taken, taken. Yeah. every single moment you yeah. walk outside Probably the house. a lot of body dysmorphia. And then the fact that people were, had such a stigma around plastic surgery at the time mm-hmm. also didn't help either. Right. Because, um, like, do what you want. Like, if you want to get it done, get it done, you know? And you shouldn't feel, like, shame telling people that you got it done. But if you don't want to tell people, too, then that's your prerogative. Like, mm-hmm. I just think people need to stop worrying about everyone else. Just worry about their, their own selves. So she had a uh, breast augmentation, a nose job, fat injection into her face, an eyebrow lift, a chin reduction, um, liposuction that was injected into like her butt, her ears pinned back, um, a brow lift, Botox, um, lip injections. Yeah. I'm just thinking about the pain she endured. Oh, she said she was in the worst pain of her entire life. After that. Yeah. I'm surprised someone actually did all of those surgeries at the same and time. She they probably made single, her, and she didn't pay a single penny to have it done too. The plastic surgeon did it for free. Yeah. I wonder if she had to sign like a waiver. I wonder. I have no idea. Probably. I have no idea. I know she got her boobs reduced after a, a little bit and everything. <laughs> yeah. Realized she was like, wait a minute, these are too big. <laughs> like, oh my god. But yeah, big boobs are not all they're cracked up to be. Okay. <laughs> Take it from someone who doesn't even have that big of boobs who wishes they were like one size smaller. <laughs> Just like one, I'd be fine with a the, with a B, but a C is just See, not working for me. I would love to have a C. Really? Yeah. Mm, mm, mm. I just like can't wear the cute little. But shirt. I also can you go can't wear out, the I cute can, little shirt. Yeah, and I cannot. I, I mean, yesterday I didn't wear a bra. That, yeah, like you and can't wear the public. cute little shirts. Went on public, not wearing a bra, felt great. You just can't do it. Yeah, it's fine. It is what it is. <laughs> So what's your captivation? <laughs> so, you know, we've gone on these two tangents Since already. Since we've been on two different tangents, let's just go on another one. All of the pumpkin flavored coffee things at Starbucks. And oh, no, just done. in general. Oh, okay. So definitely at Starbucks. Um, Have you tried the, the pumpkin, pumpkin cream cold brew? The pumpkin cream. That's exactly what I was about to say. Oh. The pumpkin cream cold brew is delicious. It's divine. I put sugar-free vanilla in it because I don't think that. It would be sweet enough for me. I'm very much a sweet, like, coffee drinker. Um, So adding, like, sugar-free vanilla in there and also, like, a dash of almond milk um, 
cold brew by itself is just too black coffee for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's really good. Your concoction is really good. Mm-hmm. The chai tea latte, vanilla chai tea latte with mm-hmm. uh, sugar free vanilla because I can't have all the I can't have all the pumps of sugar because oh. yeah, yeah. the chai has too much sugar and the pumpkin cream cold foam has too much sugar. So I get sugar free because you can't taste the difference. It literally tastes exactly mm-hmm. the same. Mm-hmm. So that drink is very very good. Um, I, do, I I can't get it with oat milk because fucking Starbucks doesn't have oat milk right now and it oh, they're out. Off. Yes. And you should do it with almond. It tastes the same. I mean, maybe not exactly the same. People like, like oat milk better, but I, I, I get like it with almond milk. Taste. Well, it was funny because I ordered almond. it with almond milk and the girl was like, you do know that there's 2% milk in the pumpkin cream cold foam, right? And I was like, yeah, that, yeah, it's not an intolerance. It's just a preference. Like, mm-hmm. I was like, I don't care if it's, I don't care if milk is in it. I yeah. don't like the way milk tastes in my coffee. Mm-hmm. I think it tastes mm-hmm weird mm-hmm. um so it well, was just it was just, just funny i think she was milk. i think she was letting me know that it was in there in case i had like yeah. some sort of milk intolerance yeah. dairy intolerance or whatever but it's too good it's so delicious um then i got does oat milk froth that is a great question that i don't know um but then i got um at the grocery store i got the stoke pumpkin cold brew it's so mm-hmm. good. Um, and then I also got the Starbucks pumpkin spice latte non-dairy creamer. Oh, I made a coffee with it. Oh, my God. It's so good. So I have all of the pumpkin coffee. I don't need to go to Starbucks because the Starbucks drinks are, like, ridiculously expensive when you start adding the cream cold foam and the almond milk. It's just too much. So I'm mm-hmm. trying to make it at mm-hmm. home. I'm trying to bring Starbucks to my house. Mm-hmm. How's so that going for you? It's going Okay. I made a coffee this morning. I made a coffee yesterday. I'm doing okay. Just one cup? Just one. Oh, okay. Sometimes I'll make two. Uh-huh, that's when I, I make it at home, I'm always tempted. I'm like, oh, that was so delicious. And like, I can get a refill. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't have to pay again. So, so it's already been paid for. But what is uh, your captivation? Um, so mine's kind of the same theme. Uh, it's pumpkin, but it's the, it's, by the time this episode comes out, it'll be there. It is the Trader Joe's fall foods like so i've actually never purchased (gasps) fall foods from trader joe's i've always heard about them (sighs) and you've always told me to and i never have the pumpkin butter let me start let's start let's start with pumpkin butter the pumpkin butter we're gonna go down a list first off they have pumpkin rolls not cinnamon rolls pumpkin rolls okay we we will be purchasing those like saturday morning little breakfast and with bed. your pumpkin coffee and your pumpkin rolls <laughs> and your pumpkin butter, let's just eat a pumpkin. Why don't we just buy one and just eat it raw? Like, I mean. My great-grandmother used to make pumpkin pie from scratch. Like, she used to cook a pumpkin. That seems like a lot It was an all-day process. I'm sure. It was a 48-hour process. I was going to say, I'm sure it's like a weekend process. Yes. Uh, they have pumpkin cream cheese. Yes, I saw that, and I really want to try that. They have autumn, like, harvest soup. So it's yes, basically a one. like tomato-based soup with pumpkin and squash in it. Mm, that sounds so delicious. Uh, they have because I like butternut squash soup. Like they have so pumpkin that. pie. They have pumpkin bagels. You get pumpkin bagels and put the pumpkin butter on your That's pumpkin bagel. That's a lot of pumpkin. <laughs> they have pumpkin waffles. Um, <laughs> they have uh, like a uh, squash-based pasta sauce. Uh, with carrots and tomatoes in it as well. They have a squash-based uh, pasta. Those ravioli things? Yes. What are those? They have... Um, the pumpkin raviolis, pumpkin right? Pumpkin and squash ravioli. That sounds delicious. Uh, but also weird. They got weird. pumpkin Pop-Tarts. 
What? Like a pumpkin empanadas? I don't know what the fuck a pumpkin empanada is, but that okay. seems questionable. <laughs> they have pumpkin dog treats. Well, since my dogs can't eat anything, I probably wouldn't be able to. They also have tor- my favorite thing. Since you love the salsa, there you need to get the fall leaf tortilla chips. It's just tortilla <gasps> chips in the shape of leaves. Wait, yes. <gasps> Stop! I'm getting those. I'm gonna be so extra this them. fall. I mm. and then the cinnamon spread, which is basically eating the inside of a cinnamon, cinnamon roll. roll. Um, yeah, I am. I'm really excited. Um, so we're going to Trader Joe's. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm so happy. I'm so happy. It's my cry. favorite time of the year. The pumpkin JoJo's? What's a JoJo? Oreo. Oh. Yeah. But it's JoJo. I yeah. like it. Yeah. I just, I'm. Yeah. When it turned, well, when it turned like August 15th, I was already we're like fake decorating. right now. We I am just trying in, to enjoy it because I'm about fall. to move to fucking Los Angeles where this is not a fucking thing. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. We're in fake fall. It's September. It feel it felt beautiful yesterday. It's a little hot today. How I felt outside yesterday is how it feels in LA. All the time. Yes. You see why I'm moving there. You can get yeah, you could literally wear jeans all the time and not be yes. hot. Yes, I did. That's I beautiful. Wear pants. I wear pants. That's beautiful. Fine. See, because like I'm so over summer. I hate summer attire. I'm so ready for fall and winter attire. Like I just spent a lot of money on um some some clothing items for fall, so From very Lulu. excited. Well, I got some um, Lulu stuff just because I got a free people sweater. <laughs> I got Steve Madden boots. <laughs> okay, so I I'm still on. Money. I am still, still on my white cowgirl boot kick. Get some. I just don't know. I, I don't want to spin an arm and a leg because I'm yeah, just afraid I'm not going to wear them that much. True, true. I get that. Cute. They are really cute. They're really cute. And yeah. there's in trend still right now. I know. I'm I'm really into this. Um, I'm just really into fall fashion, and I want to spend all of my money. Like I keep seeing these cute dresses, mm-hmm. and I'm like, ooh, like they'd be cute with the white or black mm-hmm. cowgirl boots. Mm-hmm. It would be cute. Yes, maybe sometime soon. <laughs> no man. I love it. God, I love it. Um, so before we get into today's episode, we're going to do a little bit of housekeeping. So make sure you guys are following us on our social media. So our Instagram is at the gals guide pod. And then my personal Instagram is at Hannah Nicole Adams. And mine is at Emily Elise. Make sure you're following us on TikTok and all of the things. You can also join our secret Facebook group, um, the gal scouts. So you can just go find us on Facebook and then search the gal scouts within our Facebook page. Um, we've been discussing maybe relocating. So just keep an eye on that. Cause I mean, how many of y'all actually go on Facebook? I don't, I hate, no Facebook one does. We all so hate much. Facebook. So we're exploring some new options. So if we decide to relocate the gal scouts, we will let you guys know. And then also make sure that you um, subscribe, rate, and review our podcast on Apple Podcasts. Um, we have been getting some reviews recently, and we just love reading them. And then also, if you're listening on Spotify, make sure you hit that subscribe and follow button. And yeah, I think that about does it for housekeeping. Cool. So today we are talking about dating outside of your type. This has been a conversation I feel like I've had a lot. Mm-hmm. Recently, <laughs> recently, different people, yeah, over the past years or so, or whatever. And there's always been like a kind of, I guess, viewpoint I've had of it because I do have such a quote unquote type. Um, I mean, what kind of men do I like? 
artist, artistic men with beards who need to shower. <laughs> I'm just joking about the last part, but yeah, like you like you white like men. you like men who are cre- like you like creative men. Yeah, um, and I think that you know that you vibe well with them because you have you're you're also creative, mm-hmm. so you have the same lifestyle. I think mm-hmm. you you choose who you date a lot based on your lifestyle because they need to be able to fit into your lifestyle. You don't, don't need to like have to create a whole new space yeah. for them. If it's that not makes that sense. not like adaptable. No, no. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, there's a lot already going on mm-hmm. that I just don't think that there's any way that but I But you could, also mesh with those people yeah. really well. So. Cause I tried dating the doctor, tried fitting into a medical lifestyle. That's. I, which we thought would be great because, yeah. like, you're on call, they're on call. They understand it's a lifestyle kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It's not just like a job. But it just, it's, maybe it's the wrong doctor, obviously, but. I mean, <laughs> point one, honestly. <laughs> Strike four. Uh, first bullet point, first slide mm-hmm. of the slideshow is mm-hmm. the wrong person. Wrong for person. Versus, for sure. Um, but probably won't ever do it because scarred by doctors now. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Yes, honestly. Like, I go into my doctor's appointment, and I'm just like, fuck you. You're like, I just don't even want to be here. Oh. <laughs> but I, I, there were so many people who were like, maybe you should try dating outside your type. Like, And I was like, I don't want to date a fucking financier. Can you see me with a financier? No. Unless they were, like, a really just interesting person. Like, maybe. <laughs> but I feel like sometimes, like, people get stuck in the, like, your job defines you. Mm-hmm. And I don't necessarily think that's true for all people. And so something to consider, dating yeah, I mean, outside t- of your type. We, we, yeah, we, we talked about, about this yeah. with John. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, I mean, it's a very valid point. It's just I, I, I don't have anything in common, typically, mm-hmm. with somebody who is, like, a financier. Mm-hmm. I, I, they, and I said this one time to somebody, and they ridiculed me. I'm no longer friends with this person. But... I was like, I don't want to have to explain what I do to the person I'm dating. They were like, that sounds so like selfish or like lazy or whatever. And I was like, no, like it's so what I do is not normal. Like it's not a steady job. Mm-hmm. And I just, maybe it is lazy. I don't know. Like I just don't f- feel like sitting there yeah. and explaining to somebody who knows nothing about the film industry, mm-hmm. like how it works. Mm-hmm. I already had to explain it to my parents. Yeah. And to, to me. Yeah, you. And well, just like, I, I had to sit there and talk about it all You take a, talk about day. it all the time, and you don't want to have to, like, sit and talk about it over dinner, too. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. Like, it's just easier when it's like, okay, you're in film, I'm in film, we know. Like, so we don't, I can, ha- we I don't explain, have to talk about I can this use my regular to. jargon mm-hmm. and not have to explain it to you. Mm-hmm. Like, you know exactly what I'm already talking about yeah. um, kind of thing. Yeah. And then we also just don't have to talk about it because if somebody's not in film, right, their first right. question is to talk about film with me. Right. And I think on the date I went on with the Valley Boy, I, I think we talked about f- film once or so. Like, not in regards to me moving out there. Like, talk, talked about, like, films in general. I think we talked about it, like, once. Um, and that's probably refreshing because you're yeah. like already immersed in that all the time. Yeah. Meanwhile, like, like my boyfriend's an engineer and like he tries to explain things to me and I like really try to listen, but he's like, you know what? I'm going to like, I need to show you. So like instead he'll like send mm-hmm. me videos or he's like, I really, we used to tour. We used to have families like come and tour. So he was like, I really want you to be able to come one time just so you can see what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Cause like we're similar, like 
we talk about it. We talk about our jobs a little bit, but like we have so much other things in common that mm-hmm. we don't really. I mean, we do, but like we don't at the same time. Yeah. Or we like we'll vent how about how like our bad we had a bad day or like what happened, and then yeah. we'll like move on. Yeah. So it's and just like finding someone that like you don't feel like you have to do that every single time. Yeah, and it's mainly just explaining like the lifestyle. Of it yeah. all, of like, yeah. I work unpredictable hours. If I'm on a film set, like, I'm gonna work long hours. Like, I'm not gonna be able to talk to you. Like, yeah. yeah. And how it's like an on demand job and everything. And normally, when I date people who are like musicians or other artists, they understand. They also understand the creative process as well, too. And they are just able to kind of understand. I feel like just understand my brain right because I feel I even feel like like even breaking it down into that like I feel like when I have a day of like I have a creative spark or like something like I literally might spend like hours and get nothing accomplished and like to an outside person they would see that as like a waste of time Mm -hmm. like you just you didn't do anything like you didn't get your task completed whereas like someone in the arts understands like like it ebbs and flows and like sometimes you can sit down for hours and like knock out an entire song Mm -hmm. or you sit down you come up with like a chorus and that's it like you just like there's not I don't think there's like a rhyme or reason to the creative process and so trying to explain that to someone who doesn't get it they're mm-hmm. like, okay, you just so you literally wasted like five hours of your day. Yeah, and it's like and just, no. usually the person just already understands how my brain yeah. operates yeah. and works, mm-hmm. and like that I'm a visual person kind right. of thing, and that like I'm usually more of a think with my emotions and react off my emotions instead of going more of a logical route and everything. It's definitely where the doctor and I like had issues was that he was more logical and analytical, or I was more emotional kind of Mm -hmm. thinking and reasoning and there was no way we would ever kind of be able to understand each other when it came to differences and um like our fights Mm -hmm. and stuff because he's thinking from a completely different side of his brain than i am yeah in a way but it it may be it's lazy i don't know i mean i also definitely uh, not say it's lazy i I also think that like people who are in arts are usually more like they are more emotional and they're more sensitive and they have qualities that I admire. And like, I did see a quote one time that was like, you might think you need to date and say like the sensitive artist in order to feel loved and connected, but you have a great relationship with the witty, funny nerd. As long as that person makes you feel emotions that you get from the sensitive artist. And that's why I dated, uh, the doctor because I thought that's what I was getting at first because he didn't ha- have a background in the art but he did have an appreciation mm-hmm. for it yeah and you know at first like he did want to be a part of that and everything but when it was convenient for him mm-hmm. <laughs> that's yeah. where it really yeah. got to yeah um definitely so, yeah I think that's why I have stayed with the type I also just always have wanted a song written about me you just, okay I'll write like, you I, a song I really I'm just, gonna write a song about our friendship <laughs> Like an Ellie Golding, like I mean, I'm not that I'm not here for it. I am here for it. I it's just, just not the same. I know. I just want well, also like lead musicians of like bands and like rock bands. It's just hot. I mean, yeah, it is hot. <laughs> it's just attractive. But everybody's like, oh my god, do you want to have to be like touring with them? I'm like, I'm gonna be on a fucking set in New I Zealand. I will be touring with them. They're gonna be touring, and I'm gonna be doing my own thing. And then we're gonna meet in the middle. We yeah. can when our flights, when his when his path of the tour ends up in New Zealand, we'll hang out together, and then I'll see him the next. <laughs> I see. Exactly. 
<laughs> Whereas I think a lot of people who are like in traditional like jobs and relationships, they would, that would scare them to like, yeah. be like, we're not going to see each other for like a month. Also, it's just, I, I also act. So explaining to somebody like, Hey, I had to make out with this person mm-hmm. and everything. Yeah. And normally if they're in film, they're like, yeah, obviously. Okay, cool. I don't like, really care. I know you're coming home to me at the end of the day. So yeah, like, like I really don't care. Obviously, um, <laughs> I'm the winner here. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it, I mean, it's, it just comes with a ton of trust and communication. And I, I mean, I think it's with any job, but especially with this one where it is very unconventional. Right. And when you're in the spotlight, because I feel like the people that are in the spotlight are the ones that we all hear about, like, oh, they cheated. Oh, they got divorced. Yeah. Oh, this didn't work out. Oh, now they're with someone else. So, like, taking that into consideration too, if you're already in the spotlight, you have a job that's in the spotlight, then you know your relationship is possibly, unless you're Taylor Swift and can hide every single person that they've ever had any kind of thing with, um, it's going to be in the spotlight at some point. So that's also like something that has to be considered because a lot of people don't want that. Yeah. So. Yeah. And it's just compromise Mm -hmm. too and learning when and what to compromise and I also think too when you're with somebody who's an artist I think that for me at least they usually have very similar love languages like right now we're doing great with uh valley boy because he words of affirmation he's a writer he's got it down pat he knows it (laughs) he probably isn't even trying and it comes across like it comes across like he's like you know like someone who's like putting in all this effort and he's probably just like sitting there like Oh yeah, blah, 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 blah. and, and it's just like bro- second nature. I mean, that, like it's there is to an extent that he is also not my type, and that he mm-hmm. is way more nerdier than like anyone I think he I've cycles. dated. He plays Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, I love that. <laughs> I never did. Him and my boyfriend would get along. Boy- <laughs> like boyfriend is always playing the games. I, he has qualities that I do admire. Like the, there's qualities where he definitely puts his friends before anything. Like. His all his friends, they're long distance. And so they connect by playing like games online and doing it that way. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, that's great that you Mm -hmm. value your friends. I value mine. And so we're able to kind of see that. And we have our own separate little things that also make us interesting. Like, it's great that he cycles. I'm so proud of him. I don't get Like I say, as long as he doesn't get the tattoo, I am (laughs) I am here for it. I support your decision to cycle. I will never do it because those bike wheels are too small. Like I'm like (laughs) not trying to die today. I'm like that I'm so proud of you. That's great. I like that you you great exercise. You care about your body. I care about about keeping fit. That's great. Getting the vitamin D, all the things. It's just not the same way that I would probably do it. Sure. Then I'm used to doing it. Mm -hmm. So there's those differences that are great that are not my usual type. It's just please don't make so, also do I was going to say, it's also good because, you, yes, that's his form of, you know, like enjoyment exercise mm-hmm. and yours is, you know, you love pure bar. So like, it's something you could do separate. Yeah. You don't have to always be together. Yeah. And he like literally doesn't care that I never want to go cycling. Exactly. <laughs> Which is great. <laughs> um, it's fantastic. I'm like, thank you. Thank you. Because I, I was like, I'll go to a soul cycle class with you. And he was like, no. I need a stationary bike. Thank you. He was like... <laughs> That's what I, he's like, that's what I, he's like, I don't do so cycle, but I do have, he has a stationary bike for the winter when it okay. gets too cold. Perfect. Um, you can just, you can use his stationary bike while he's gone cycling and then you guys can FaceTime while he's on the bike because that is not safe. Do not FaceTime while driving a bike. Thank he called you. me while he's on his bike no, the other day and I was no, like, oh, hands, wait, hang up. hands free, please. Um, he has AirPods on, but still. Danger. <laughs> Distractions. <laughs> Can't hear anything. But he is uh, a writer and yes. I've never dated another a screenwriter yeah kind of thing yeah I, that 
that is interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, doing great with the words. Doing great with the words. Love the words. Fan, I'm failing on my end because this is physical touch and I'm not there. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you could get one of those. No. <laughs> those like pillows. I, no. Or like the lamps. No. no. <laughs> that like light up when you're when Absolutely you think about not. it. Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. That is too funny. No. Yeah. Blaine and I talked about that for a while and I was like, nah, no, we could just no. eventually move in together. It's no. fine. It's fine. I'll be there momentarily. Just give me a moment. <laughs> just give me a month. <laughs> Thank give, you. Give me some time. Get rid of that cat and maybe I can move in sooner. Thank you so much. <laughs> Lock the cat in the bathroom. I mean, we had debates about that. Like we had debates about the cat and how... How you're going to handle uh, the cat. The value of his life that I do not see. <laughs> I, this do, poor I don't cat. I don't hate cats. Don't hate cats. It's just You just need a hypoallergenic cat, which I don't even know if they make those. Do they make those? They're hairless. <laughs> do they make them in a factory? They're, they're, hairless, they're hairless ones. They're the scary looking ones that look like no, garlic. <laughs> I'm sorry. I would rather just have a rat, like honestly. Like <laughs> I'm sorry. Could you imagine waking up to a hairless cat on you? Okay, but like that literally w- you saw how bad my scratch was from your dog and everything. Oh, it's better now. Oh, I was gonna but, say like, it was her red. scratches are it get was, really red and they get welty, but yeah. Um I Imagine then, if a cat did that, I would. Yeah, I, you would. My whole hand would be swollen. Sorry, we need to get Stella's nails no. clean. <laughs> it's sh- fine. She's a got dog. sharp teeth and sharp nails. I don't have bad reactions to dogs. Well, you now have, she licked you and you got welt- a little welty. Yes, I do get so, bumps. Yeah. yeah. But that's also like from a lot of things in my life. Like my <laughs> like, dog is hypoallergenic and I still get um, oh. reactions to it. It's just the saliva yeah. from any animal. Saliva I think. and then that stuff in that lip balm. What? Agave. Agave. It's also in tequila. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we need to do like a t- sample of no. just a little, just a little, no. just a little like touch to no. the lip and see if you could ever have a margarita. I just want you to have a margarita with me. <laughs> just, I, I, it's, I'll have a virgin one. True. True. Okay. okay. And then take a shot okay. of whiskey afterwards. You know what? Just have them make the margarita with whiskey. Would that taste good? Yes. People put people put vodka in margaritas. I'll put. I'll do a vodka or yeah. like a gin people, margarita. Yeah. Just get. Yeah. We'll just next time we go out. Just get a gin margarita. We'll ask them what. Like a rum. What, what we? Yeah. Rum. That would taste so good. Now, yeah. There okay, we go. Okay. Perfect. We can. We'll make it. Happen. Just add to it's preface it with rum and not right. Just yeah. just tell the bartender next time you go out if you want one. Just be like, I'm allergic to tequila. Like, what else could we put in this to make it taste? There we go. Perfect. There we go. Look at us. We're, We're gonna have margaritas together. It's fine. Yeah, I've never, never once thought about that, but I'm like, you know what? I'm no, pretty, it's a pretty sure. All I was the like, time. I'm pretty sure that people order margaritas all the time with other alcohols. I was like, I know you can get virgin ones yeah. because pregnant women yeah. get them all the time. I bet vodka or like rum would be really so good. So we should get uh, spicy margaritas next time. Okay. Cool. I've never had one. I've so never had one either. I don't love so. jalapenos, but they put like um, I like spice. Yeah. Oh, they put that stuff. Whatever the fuck it is, I don't know. Culture. I know culture stuff. Tajine. Tajine. That's what it is. Tajine. 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 Tajine is gross. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, we don't, obviously um, we don't know. <laughs> We're just making fools of ourselves. We ourself. literally talked about pumpkins. We are the definition of white girls. <laughs> Anyways. Um, so, like, the benefits of dating outside your type. Like, I am currently learning right now yes. in my life. I mean, it's... Is it dating outside my type? Am I dating outside my type? I mean, I would say, to an extent, yes. He's emotionally available, which <laughs> is not my type. He seems... Yeah, I mean, that's a really big part of this, I feel like. I feel like he is more a relationship guy versus, like, mm-hmm. a hookup, mm-hmm. date, date around guy. Like, mm-hmm. he seems very, like, no, I don't want to say all eggs in one basket, but he's, like, it is very evident to me that he sees something long-term. Mm-hmm. And I feel like 
and I don't know if you guys have had any discussion, but like he doesn't seem like he's just going to drag you along until he figures out what he wants kind mm-hmm. of kind of ordeal. Mm-hmm. Like he's even said like dating you is like a big deal. I'm like, I'm so sorry if you can hear my dog snoring. <laughs> Greg, <laughs> aka Trooper, is literally a human being. Um, oh my gosh. <laughs> he's out. Um, but he doesn't seem like the type that's just going to like drag you along until he figures out if he wants a relationship or not. Yeah, like, he doesn't like, seem like that kind of guy three, to me. Like, uh, about the doctor saying, like, three months in, fear of commitment. He was like, okay, what? Like, like, and like, like I feel like that's something you say initially. Yeah. Like, you just kind of, like, let people know. So, I feel like that's a big difference in the kind of guy that you have yeah. dated. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's also a nerd. He's also a nerd. Like, hobby-wise, nothing in common. We but have I our careers that. in common. But we I have like our careers that. in common, and that mm-hmm. is pretty much it. Yeah. Uh, and I'm sure once you guys like spend more time in person, you will find a hobby that you can, guys can do together. Yeah. Like, like a common hobby. We don't even have the same music taste. That's okay. That's okay. I'm not using that. He doesn't like the 1975. Oh. Well, he might need to go get his hearing checked. <laughs> he did used to be a DJ at a club. He definitely needs to get hearing <laughs> checked then. Is he like into like EDM? Yes. Okay. Well, yeah. if he was a DJ, then Oh my I God. Could. We've had a whole discourse on oh. EDM. That EDM nowadays, like the Coachella EDM it's is different from true. EDM. Yeah. Of like the mm-hmm. e- I'm like, mm-hmm. I didn't know I was attending a lecture today. I didn't realize like, there were different kinds. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> I just know Coachella EDM. Thank you so much. He's like, Zed is not blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay. okay. Yeah. You are, uh, you we'll are never on your, play Diplo and you are spicy today. <laughs> we'll never play Diplo around you. Got it. Got I it. I love that. So no, we're not I, playing Justin Bieber. Yeah, Where are you I'm now? I'm always cool. really interested in people's like taste in music when I, when I like date people. I, I'm like, I if we can't like, listen to the same songs in the car, like, oof. I literally sent him, uh, he likes her. He just heard Ariana Grande for the first time. Also, let me just talk to him about that. Um, is he living under a rock? I don't know. Okay, uh, it's fine. That's confirming. Um, he uh, <laughs> <laughs> he also like just listened to Taylor Swift the other day for the first time, and like he was again. Like, are we under a rock, or are we just like so anti that we don't want to even try? He just has. He doesn't like. It doesn't. Hate. Why he would just, he? Why would he? Yeah. You know. Yeah. Okay. I get Valid. that. I get that. Um, it's like just, that just don't. It just doesn't like appeal. Yeah, to him exactly. In a way, so I showed him. I was like, just listen to this song. I showed him like two of my favorite songs that are lyrically some of my favorite songs. One of them being "All Too Well" by Miss Taylor, Allison Swift. Mm-hmm. The other one being "The Night Before We Met" by mm-hmm. Lord Huron, which I think is beautifully I one of my favorite love songs. Love that song. And I was. It's one. Of my, it's my favorite chorus of it's all time. So beautiful. And he understood why I liked it. He's like, you like a lot of sad songs. I'm like, yeah, because their emotion. They're full of emotion and they tell a driven. story it's and like a, yeah. everyone can connect to it. I was like, it. you look at what I write. It's emotionally driven and it tells a story and it's just lyrically written so beautifully mm-hmm. that, even, yeah, even the music sounds beautiful behind it. Whereas he's like focused on like the beats and like the energy and the mm-hmm. vibe. And I'm like, oh. this is a lot for 5 a.m. <laughs> yeah, I was like, um, okay, I'm like, okay. Uh-huh. Okay. Like he, he, there's some stuff that he likes that has like lyrics to it and things like that, but I'm just like. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm very much more of the like. I like the storytelling. The make you feel. I'm like. Uh huh. It's like that's fine at like 10 p.m. He texted me once on the other day at 2 p.m. and I was like, "This is um, this is a lot I was like, I don't for the afternoon." I'm tired. Uh, I don't know if it's just I'm this tired. This is not vibing with my coffee shop playlist. I'm, I'm listening like, to. Right I was now. like, I'm literally sitting in a coffee shop and they're playing Lord Huron and I'm having a great time right now. And I'm just now like, I'm like, now I'm like at a club at 2 p.m. Okay. Like, okay. <laughs> Like he used, I, mean, I get it. He used to be a touring 
DJ. Like he right. Needs to so go of course he's gonna, of course he's gonna favor yeah. those kind of. And he is like you know, for a young for when he was younger, like he like used to be. Um, like surrounded like in the clubs like in new york and all over the country like touring and like playing music and stuff like that like i get that it's just different type of music than I mm-hmm. yeah like when i said i wanted to be a musician i was like this is not the kind of musician i was thinking about <laughs> dj was not in the category but here uh, we are okay here we Got are it. i mean so i definitely feel like you're dating outside of your type yeah it's weird it's it's weird but it, it's out of my t- it's not my type but it's like also like familiar Mm-hmm. And there, yeah, there's way. pieces that are your type. Yeah, if that makes sense. So it's yeah. like a mixture. So I think some of the reasons that I like I have dated the same type, and like reasons other people probably date the same type, is because like we all, like you said, like we often see ourselves portrayed, and the people that we seek. So there's like that easy option. What it made me think of that TikTok that's going around right now that's viral, and it's like if you wouldn't like yourself as a man, like, no, 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 oh. no. It's the one that's like. Your dog is a representation. The type of dog that you own is the representation of the type of man that you date. And then there was this one, and, she, and the guy was looking, and he was like, "We have a pug. Am I lazy and fat?" <laughs> like it was just well, so Greg funny. Over here. <laughs> Greg it was over really here funny. It's very similar to Blaine. This is very true. Has no has no normal schedule. Sleeps all day. Like it's just snores, snores. Um, <laughs> all the things. Oh, there's Wines Stella. when you're not around. Yep. So yeah, I definitely feel like who there's a lot of like who we are in the people that we choose because yeah. why would we want to date someone who's not like us because we love us thank you yeah i mean <laughs> it's very leo of me honestly honestly yes uh, we ego date which means we might date someone we have to win and to prove we are worthy i'm just gonna skip past that one because that hits a little bit too close to home it's okay um, it's okay that was another reason too i saw we gina lovato who we've had on the podcast she posted tiktok the other day and she was like um it's easier to date someone who is emotionally there for you and you have to understand and come to your realization that you're emotionally unavailable and then instead of had to sit there and chase somebody who will never be there for you mm-hmm. and i mean that was something that i like in this process of dating someone who's not my type who is very emotionally available it's coming to terms of my own emotional unavailability mm-hmm. and i'm like um, okay so i'm a toxic one so too everyone is toxic mm-hmm. <laughs> Great for me. I thought I was done with the character development here. Um, it never ends. It never ends. Solid. Great. <laughs> Love that for me. I am exhausted. Uh, <laughs> and what do you... Okay. We ultimately fear happiness. It's something that I've heard quite often. I feel like a lot of people have said that. Yeah. I mean, because it's like... I mean, think about when you reach a goal and you're like, okay, the next thing. Like, and what next is that thing. next thing? And like, just being like present in the moment and like mm-hmm. happy with what you have. Mm-hmm. Is I feel like a lot of people fear like that, like settling, like I'm settling. Oh, yeah, that's my Gemini Venus coming mm-hmm. straight through, feeling mm-hmm. like I can Definitely. always do better yes, than something. Always. Because if, and it's like if, if we do stop and we are happy and we settle, like what am I missing on? So mm-hmm. people always have that in the back of their mind or in the front of their mind. <laughs> so, yeah. And I think you can be attracted to people who are also unhealthy for you because it's what's familiar. Like if you grew up in an unhealthy lifestyle, mm-hmm. it, you don't like fix the wounds that you have carried over from your childhood or like your whatever your relationship was with your parents and like your parents' relationship, things like that. Um, it's going to affect and bleed into your own relationships. I mean, we talk about divorce a lot of the times. I mean, people are constantly like afraid that they're going to encounter that because their parents were divorced. So that makes them ultimately fear to be in relationships and to get close with anybody. Meanwhile, I'm feeling the exact same way. My parents are still happily together. <laughs> Your parents date um, each other all of the time. So, so. <laughs> I 
they're going on a date tonight, so yeah. I really don't understand why I am the way I am, but it's fine. Or fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. But, I mean, I think that is a common thing, though, too, that you have this comfort, you have this comfort and of when someone is emotionally unavailable, you, I mean, it's a realization that I've had to have that when you're attracted to people who are emotionally unavailable and you date those people, you're like sitting there thinking like, why am I attracting these emotionally unavailable people? Like, you know, they come, I, same excuse, I, they come up to me. Like, why are, why am I only attracting these people? Well, when you date unemotionally available people, it's usually because you're emotionally unavailable and you, when you're dating someone who is emotionally unavailable and cannot be there for you, you never have to open up and be vulnerable mm. and be emotionally available yourself. So you're comfortable in that and you're comfortable with that chase aspect of it, feeling like you have to win their love and that you just, that's the only way you're going to be able to deserve it is if you like win it and like they change for you. I fucking, Landon Carter from Walter member ruined it for me. That's where it started. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he did. It's, it's the bad boy complex thing. Of course. Everyone yeah. loves a bad boy. Yeah. Because... It's a it's a it's a thrill. I mean, they you make you bad feel a, a certain way. Yeah, like I mean, it is what it is. Everybody, it's <laughs> bad boy. <laughs> so, it's, and it's getting to the point where you are so far like you're dating outside of your type. You're getting used to somebody who is more emotionally available. I feel like Kirsty talked about this in her episode as well mm-hmm. too. When you go out with the nice guy, like not the quote unquote nice guy, like the genuine the nice, like the genuine nice, like, nice man. Yeah, um, and you get used to the emotional availability of that person and you so you start to get turned off by people who are not available and Mm -hmm. who are um like keep like a 10-foot pole between you to kind of distance themselves emotionally you start getting unattracted to that things and i think that's when you start probably healing that attraction yeah in a way for sure but i mean you don't really have a type i don't i don't Baldness is your type. I just feel like I go more off of like vibes and like how a person makes me feel. I'm so vibey. I did not mean it like that. Um, I don't know. Like I just like I've never really put an emphasis on like they must have brown hair because I want my children to have brown hair. Like Mm -hmm. I just don't really care about the physical appearance because we're all going to get old and wrinkly. Mm And but I feel like you also have to be a physically attractive. Yeah, oh yeah, to the obviously. Person. But I'm not gonna like. Okay, I was looking listening to Gals on the Go, and Brooke was talking about how like she's never really been into the like hot model type with the six pack abs no. and like no same. Like I just I'm not attracted to that. Like I'm I'm gonna be like oh wow that guy's hot, but like I've never like pursued anybody like that or like I don't wanted like it, to it's like you know that you're so hot and I yeah like the ego that comes with yeah. someone who is so hot I think turns me off because we period. both already have huge egos yeah like I don't need you to try to like one up me like yeah. like I just I, I don't know like if if we don't have stuff in common if we can't have a conversation outside of just the like small things if you don't make me feel like excited and like full of life because i have dated i don't that want guy. that i have dated that guy i've gone on yeah. one date it was a texas guy mm-hmm. went on one date he was a model he had like abs. beautiful to look beautiful. at beautiful had tattoos we like, would look great together like we had some stuff in common as far as music he was also a musician and but everything like, but the conversation was very dry and boring yeah and i, I was just like when there's not some, when there's no spark like i'm not going to pursue it further but mm-hmm. i mean i've literally dated 
all kinds of people. Like I dated my guy best friend. I dated someone from church. I dated a friend of somebody else. I like tried to date a biker dude and that didn't work out. (laughs) Um, Like I just... Every single guy that I've dated has been so different. Like eclectic. That like is a, your type. Like a we we have a guy that who now owns like a fishing boat and like takes people out on rides and in the ocean. And then like <laughs> where else would he take we have people another, on rides? We, have, <laughs> we have another guy who like is a car guy and like under cars 24-7. We have another guy who I'm not exactly sure what he does now, but he was a wrestler. Like I've just literally dated like the most random group of human beings, but it like led me to figure out like what I actually want in a relationship and what kind of person I want, not just like amounting to like, what do you do and what do you look like? Did they all have full heads of hair? Yeah, I mean, my boyfriend <laughs> had a full head of hair. He's just balding early. <laughs> like, I'm just trying to figure out what, what the kind of work. I'm just dragging everyone. Yes, yeah, you are dragging my boyfriend. It's fine. Um, yeah, because he's very insecure about that. Okay, um, he would look weird, honestly. I feel like with. I mean, his hair was head. always like. I would say thinner. Yeah, I mean, but I it's not. Grade, yeah. But it's not like I can't picture him with like a full. I can't now. Like I can't now. Like a full like curly. No. Th- I can't. <laughs> it would look weird. He would not. It would not fit him. No. I always have thought that he looks better with the like buzz like short. If, yeah. Haircut. If he like 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 really like close mm-hmm. to school, yeah, he does look. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. so like it also he like, lets it grow because when he shaves and he goes into the hot factory, it like burns like it hurts because it's uh, freshly shaped so he gotcha. like waits until it's long changed to like cut his hair and like yeah, do his beard like, and cut, he would look great yeah. with that i think I yeah think that which would... is what he does most of the time but um and he just looks great with a hat on in my opinion i love men in a hat like love men i love hats. that that is like a normal thing and like people do that and yes. like my dad always wears it you know like i've just been around yes. men who wear hats beanies specifically are yep, my favorite we, yep the beanie and sweatpants. Oh, it's sweatpants season. Just men and beanies. Mm. Like, if they wear a baseball hat, like, if they... Some guys look better with it forward. Some guys look better yeah, with it Yeah, Blaine backwards. looks better with it forward. Uh-huh. I like the forward look. But beanies. Those yeah. are my favorite. Mm-hmm. Those are those are mm-hmm. my favorite. I think a lot of guys... Or, like, if they're wearing, like, a... Some guys can pull off the really wide brim yeah. hats and everything, yeah. depending, like, on their style. Yeah. Um, I think Valley Boy would probably look good in a wide brim hat. He looks great in a beanie, though. There you go. I do there appreciate that. It. Uh, but, but yeah, I definitely don't have a type, but like yeah. I was saying, like it, it helped me find like my person, like I'm going to marry. Yeah. And so I don't think that if I hadn't gone through all of those like different kinds of people that I would have figured out like what I actually, what I actually need mm-hmm. in a relationship. So. Yeah. So, I mean, what has dating like outside your type found for you and like success, like in love and like not having like sticking to like one type? Yeah. What has that helped with? Well, variety in men because mm-hmm. I mean, or just, you know, whomever you're dating. But it, I think <laughs> I saw this quote or in, in this like thing and it was like, it lets you try all the flavors. Oh God. And I was like, honestly, like that's <laughs> like, ew, that's ew. a weird way to say don't it. But like, like, I don't like but that. But like. It's very true because, like, you don't know what you like until you try different things. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, like, I'm a picky eater, but I'm not a picky dater. Like, <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with that. But, like, but like, even in, like, eating, like, I've tried, started to try more things. And, like, 
I do like them. I just am so stubborn. You just see so, where this analogy is going. These analogies are wonderful. <laughs> we got to love, um, I'm very hungry. I haven't eaten today and it's almost three o'clock. So I had like two bites of granola. So that's where my mind is. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also think that like dating outside of your typical type lets you like have more compassion and more love mm-hmm. because you're lear- you're having to learn how to open your heart and like love someone who isn't like your ideal person. Mm-hmm. And so I think that just like can also like give you some empathy and like you're just you're not in your little bubble like you're having to learn how to like love and extend mm-hmm. your heart out to someone else. Um and then also that kind of leads into like self self growth. Because it, like, forces you to kind of quiet that, like, inner critic and, like, stop mm. critiquing people and mm-hmm. being so, like, nitpicky. Because, like, you're never going to find your perfect person. And you could literally – I could literally nitpick Blaine. Like, I could literally critique him so hard. <laughs> you could, you could I could roast literally him. roast him. And he could literally roast me. But, yeah. like, I love him and I choose to be with him. And I am I choose to ignore that because – I could literally, I could literally nitpick you. You could literally nitpick me. Mm-hmm. Like we can do that to everyone. And mm-hmm. so it's just realizing that like you're a better person than that. And you don't like to, to prioritize the good things over the little things that you could just like mm-hmm. go down a rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just like finding someone who meets your emotional needs. Like I think by dating other people, you're going to, you're going to see who actually shows up. Yeah. And like, as Katie says, are you showing, or was that Claire? That was Claire. Um, are you going to show up for me? What but does that even mean? I don't know. Be a Katie. <laughs> no. <laughs> but yeah, I just, I feel like more people should try it. I feel like a lot of times people are like so set in their ways though, especially with dating and just like, even like other things. And sometimes it's really hard to like, I think sometimes it's a pride thing too. Like you're like, I just like, no, I'm too good for that. Or like, no, like, yeah, I don't know. Just don't let your ego get in the way. Cause I, it's worked for me. Um, and I think it's fun. It gives you like new experiences that you mm-hmm. might not have had if you had like only dated the musician, a musician, <laughs> not the musician, not the musician, just like a, a musician. musician. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, I, like, honestly could not imagine dating a musician. I think I would literally want to pull my hair out. Yes. Why? Because, like, I just know how I am. Like, I I could not. What do you mean? No, I want you to go like, with this. I could not. <laughs> I'm so picky with everything. Like, everything has to be particular. I've seen people in the studio. Like, I just know. And, like, it's all about me. I do not need it to also all be about you. Like... I do not want my friend streaming your song more than my song. Like, absolutely not. The streams come to me, baby. Like, <laughs> also, musicians are just hoes. Uh, yeah. Like, very much so. Uh, yeah. Like, I could, I, I would have a trust issue. Not because, like, mm-hmm. I mean, I think I'm the exception. <laughs> Someone asked me that one time. They're like, how would you feel like dating a guy who, like, has, like, girls, like, throwing themselves at him every day, um, like, yeah. on stage? And I'm like, I mean, Who's to I say would, that men are not throwing themselves at me every day? Like, I know. I get to, I, also, I'm, an, I'm like, an actress. I'm How is he going to feel knowing that I had to have like make out like on screen with fucking Harry Styles mm-hmm. or whomever? Mm-hmm. Like, how are you going like, to feel making feel it, knowing like, that I had to make out with Chris Pine tomorrow? I I would be more jealous of me having to make out with Chris fucking Pine than you and these than you with girls, the, these little teeny boppers. Like, I don't give a fuck about them. Yeah, I feel like I would. I feel like I would be jealous, but I would act like I wasn't. Do you know what I mean? Oh, no, shit. Yeah. 
You're like, mm-hmm. That's great. It's I'm great. S- I'm just so I happy love for it. you. Thank you. But at the end of the day, who's he coming home to? <laughs> exactly. So I was just like, that's, that's why I would, I'd be like, oh, that's cute. Yeah. Oh, that's cute. Now, like, I would like, so like Blaine, like, used to make like a bunch of beats and stuff and like mix, like that kind of stuff. I'm cool with that. Like, if you're going to be a musician, you're going to help me. It's all to benefit <laughs> you. It's all about me. No, but like, just someone who's trying to like outshine me. I can't. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So we're not going to have a Mm-mm. Nicole Kim and Keith Urban kind of we're thing. We're not. Okay. No. No. But if Keith ever needs a, like a <laughs> duet partner or if like, you know, anybody like Brett Paisley wants me to sing Whiskey Lullaby with him, like I'd do it in a heartbeat and I love mm-hmm. every second. Mm-hmm. But I do not want to marry you mm-hmm. because. Well, I don't know if you could compete with Nicole Kidman. Oh, definitely not. <laughs> like what? I'm like a squid compared to her. <laughs> what? That's the first disgusting animal I could think of. Uh, okay. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, um, I think our survival tip for this week, because that's the note I'm Don't be a on. squid and don't be a Katie. No, I'm not <laughs> being a Katie. <laughs> All right, that's it, folks. Have a good one. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, we'll be here every Monday, except for when we decide not to. So, <laughs> just kidding. No, I was gonna say, of course, there's, there's our survival tip would be, of course, there's nothing wrong with knowing exactly what like you're looking for and having specific character traits that you value and that you look for in a person. Yet, I do think interesting things can happen if and when you decide to try to date someone whose, you know, personality or aesthetic doesn't exactly match your type. So it might be worth giving it a try. Yes, I agree. And so that does it for today's episode of The Gals Guide. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at The Gals Guide Pod. Also like us on Facebook at The Gals Guide and become a Gal Scout in our Facebook community. You can also hit us up on our website, thegalsguidepod.com, and on our personal social media, which we linked in the show notes. Also, please leave us a review on iTunes. It really does help us out. So thanks for listening, gals, and we hope you come back for our next journey. Bye.